Welcome to the Short Rod Show. You're talking with Ben. And you got Brett. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We're on uh, Season 2, Episode 17. Yep. Cranking out episodes uh, every Sunday, 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock. We're cranking sharp. them out. They'll be on YouTube. They'll be on all your favorite podcast Spotify, platforms. Apple. Everything. Sound, no, not SoundCloud. Everything but SoundCloud. Yep, no SoundCloud. Shouldn't have even said SoundCloud. I think you got to pay, pay for it. We don't make any money, so. I'm not doing that. We're not no. doing that. Podbean. Um, uh, my brother let me know CastBox apparently is pretty popular. Huh. We have uh, like 85 subscribers on there. Sweet. I've never so, even heard of it. Me neither. So that's uh, pretty cool. Pandora. Yep. Audible, I think. Yep. Yeah. Amazon. Amazon. We're everywhere. Yep. We're all over the internet. Yep. So just search Short Rod Show. You'll find us. We need updates. Obviously, if you're listening to this on a podcast platform, you already found us. So. Yep. Well, thanks for joining us. Unless you listen to us on YouTube. There you go. Getting a lot of followers on there, too. So that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's definitely picking up. Uh, I mean, I don't push it real hard. I still think our podcasting stuff is still kind of our yeah. where we live in our yeah. niche, but uh, the YouTube stuff just kind of helps. It's a lot easier to share that stuff around social media than it is to share a podcast. Yeah, platform. I think a lot of our audience is guys sitting at work thinking about ice fishing. Yep. Have YouTube up on one screen, doing their spreadsheets on the other screen. Definitely. I do. Yeah. Yep. That's what I do yeah, all the time. That's pretty funny. So, yeah, what are we talking about today, Brett? Uh, today's going to be kind of a little bit more of a random episode. Um, main topic will be, we got out last Saturday yep. during the, uh, polar Votertex super sub-zero cold weather. We actually were fishing in the freezer. We're out fishing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually put some of those tactics we talked about last week out, uh, into use. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll really go into depth and kind of go step by step of what we did when we hit the water, uh, out there. I think that'll be the main topic. Uh, a little bit I want to touch on here early as, uh, uh, I kind of brain farted. <laughs> we, we actually caught some fish enough you filleted them out yeah oh yeah 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 cleaned yeah. up a couple fish yep. uh they got they got frozen so it took a couple days for them yep. to thaw out but uh yep did you dethaw them or unthaw rethaw them re-rethaw the dethawed fish yeah yep. that's <laughs> been a big debacle on facebook here the last day or two on a <laughs> yeah talk about that posted that up so i posted so, so that was just, just today we we're yeah, recording today. on a thursday or wednesday wednesday so just this afternoon i got out those fish were finally uh, unfrozen. There was not. They were no longer in a block of ice. Not frozen. Yep. Thawed. Thawed. <laughs> or dethawed, which, whichever. Big or unthawed. Here. They're unthawed. That yeah. is that yes. is the definition yes. on the internet. Yep. Go look is it that up. That is to be thawed. <laughs> but uh, got them out. I'm like, you know what? I'll do something a little different to these because we had two or three bluegills that weren't real big. Uh, that one crappie wasn't very big. Yeah. Uh, that the big crappie. I, Probably would never try to do this again, too, because his scales were a little more substantial, and it was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. But uh, what I did was did the did the old descale and lop their head off trick. Uh, just gutted them, descaled them, um, and we're going to cook them up whole. So How'd you descale them? Uh, I, I had a knife. Luckily, I had a knife that had a little descaler on the back, but I've seen it where people put a little pop bottle top. pop Yeah, a little pop bottle top. They nail it to a piece of wood and use okay. that to descale yep. them, or they'll use a spoon. You know, I've done spoon before, or they make an actual descaler. Yep. Uh, and you kind of run against against the grain on the scales, and they'll flick off. Uh, what I did was I put them in a bag, like as before pre descaling. I put them in a bag, put my hands in there, and descaled them. Tried to contain the oh, scales as sure. much as possible. Still got scales all over the place. Smart. But, uh, it made a pretty big difference. Uh, yeah, the bluegills were definitely easier to scale than the crappies were. So I think if I was going to do it again. Exact perfect scenario if you're wanting to do this 
is if you're really getting into a lot of like six to seven inch bluegills. Because they're, they're all right size. I mean, there's some meat on them, mm-hmm. but they're just, if you're going to try to fillet them, you're just not getting that much meat because mm-hmm. you you could be the best flaming in the world and you're going to, it's going to be, it's going to look like kind of yeah, a pathetic Yeah, that's fillet. tough. Yeah. Real uh, fine tune, fine knife skills needed. Yep. So what I like, I think a lot about this is that, yeah, you got, you got the tails, you got the fins you can eat because they'll crisp up real nice and those smaller fish, you got the the bones will soften up i mean you still got to pick out the bones but the meat falls right off the bones it's no big deal but the, the skin crisps up real nice and you yep. just get a whole nice package to eat and then at the end of it you'll have literally just a skeleton yep uh left that you throw away nice yeah i'm excited to try that yeah That'll i think be it'll good. be sweet so for our our cooking episode we're gonna have we'll have fish three ways i'm thinking right now okay because i've got you guys have followed along and i've been posting this online we've got those crappies i caught a couple weeks ago yep. here in town uh, those are filleted out normal style. Uh, I've got that catfish. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now I've got these bluegill, whole bluegill and two crappies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to do fish three ways. We'll try and add to that here this weekend too. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we might not add that to the rest of the fishing pod, to the cooking episode, but yeah. Because yep. we're already going to have more fish than what we're going to eat. It's going to be a feast. Oh, sweet. Good. But, yep. Good deal. Those should be pretty good. Yep. But yeah, definitely uh, we were out fishing in it. It was It was cold. We're talking. We're talking about you know fishing in the the deep freeze and yep and being extremely cold. It was extremely cold. Uh, I think it was probably negative ten or so when we were out there, warmed up to maybe like negative five. Yep. So, um, not not real ideal to get out and uh, you know hole hop around and have a good time. Uh, but we definitely had a good time. We made it work. Yeah. That oh was, yeah. We caught cool. fish. It was good. Yep. yep. That was a good time. Uh. Yeah. So we. We got up er, real early on Saturday. We left here at like five. Yep. Uh, pond we went to public pond, uh, just like anything else we talk about here. I don't. Yeah. We don't go on private stuff really rarely ever. Uh, public water, and I, I'd been on this pond once before earlier this spring, and the it, and I say pond, but I mean it's it's kind of right in between pond and lake. Mid-sized it, pond. Yeah, it's a mid-sized, large, large, large pond, pond small lake yep. sort of situation. Yep. So. And in that situation, I use the terms intermittently, but interchangeably. But, uh, and so this place is known for big bluegills. Um, I mean, when I went out in the spring, yep. uh, I mean, I was catching nine and a half, 10 inch bluegills every four, five, six casts. Which on public water, that's, that's, that's unheard. Yeah, that's yep. unheard of. Nor, and, and that's why we're not mentioning where it's at. No. That's, that's how the old big bluegills go away. Yeah, that's how you lose a big blue. Blow a spot up like that, and all the big bluegills they'll be gone. Yeah, because so. it don't take much. Because yep. those big ones are the most aggressive ones, yep. and yep. we found that out also mm-hmm. on uh, on Saturday. Uh, but we got there. Uh, There's a little bit of snow. Little, we had maybe yeah, two couple, inches, a couple inches. Yeah, yep. Yep. just so made fresh powder. Slow drive. Getting we were there. the first ones on the ice. Yep. Uh, at I don't know what time seven. we get there. Seven. We got there. Well, we were on just the, the we were sun fishing coming at up. seven. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty good. Yeah. The the quad started right up. Man, pulled it right cold. off. I I was impressed. I, yeah, I mean, I had it running what the the night before, loaded it up. It sat in the garage all night, yep. and the garage. I don't know how cold the garage got. It was freezing the water on the floor. Oh yeah, dripping off. But uh, full choke on the quad the entire time. Yeah, like <laughs> there was not even any any getting off it. Yeah, you know that poor thing was just pull start, just cold. Pulled off just it didn't oh, yeah. took too many pulls. Yeah. So that's two got five W thirty in it. That'll oh yeah, spin, spin her right yeah, over, no liquid. problem. Yeah, it's yep. liquid. Yep, yep. Sounds nice. good. Uh yeah, so got the otter out there. Um 
So the interesting part about when we first started out there, like I said, we got some fresh powder. You can't really see where other people were fishing. Yeah, and it didn't um, look like there's a lot of other prior, you know, there. history or understanding. You know, it was just the one time that I've been on this lake prior, um, and I was fishing some pretty shallow stuff. There's a there's a little roadbed that runs from one fishing jetty to the boat ramp um, that most of the big fish were sitting on. So, mm-hmm. and that was in like four feet of water. So that's not really ice fishing water, not in this pond, anyways. Yeah. Um, but I remembered there were some brush piles kind of along uh, the contour of the of the far shore, far shoreline from the boat ramp. Um, that's they're, they're not it's not really accessible from shore on that side so you mm-hmm. you know it kind of limits the angling that goes on on that on that side from shore anyways um so yeah we just we hauled out there uh it was cold i mean we only went 200 yards yeah yeah and i was like all right ben this is the spot <laughs> <laughs> your, your eyebrows are just freaking froze. my eyebrows are all frosted up yep uh so i go out start drilling some holes and ben's like i'm just gonna set up mark well, I, I was like, I'm going to drill some holes. You mark yep. around, see what you see quick. First hole, Ben marked a few fish. He's like, well, I'm going to start setting up right here. Yep. Uh, so I went and drilled a couple other holes. That's such a good feeling, though, seeing fish on your first hole. Yep. And actually being able to tell, like, okay, that's a bluegill this coming in off the bottom. Crappie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that our kind of our strategy at that point was, okay, let's get the shelter flipped up. The good thing about the otter, you can flip it up. You can run the heat in it. Yep. You know, you can warm up in there, whatever, and then you can just shut the heat off, set the heater on the seat, and pull it somewhere else, and it stays relatively warm. Yeah. You know, as long as you're keeping the same air in there, it's going to stay warm. It's so, not so bad, yeah. Yep. Those I are mean, strategy. we weren't necessarily able to do that every time. No. But that's but, what we wanted to do, but when it actually came time to do it, the quad didn't want to do that. Yeah, that poor quad. She spun out a little bit and didn't have quite the nuts that it usually does. Yeah. With the, with the choke on all the way, you could not get it choked more it probably needed choked more for a little while and then uh once it warmed up a little bit then it was choked too much and then we almost should just left it run it but then it's not air it's air cooled though right yeah i don't think it'd build enough heat anyway yeah you know we we almost need to have like you know a couple hand warmers stuck to the side of it like what we talked about so that was the thing too is i'd never (laughs) used hand warmers oh yeah tell them about the hand warmers that's because i'm not a girl yeah and uh, i've never used hand warmers Mm -hmm. before and I was hey. like, man, it is pretty cold. And Ben had extra hand warmers, so I yep. was like, We've, all right, I'll take them. Fire them up like an hour before you're going to use them. That's that's the key. That's the key. Yep. Fire that them up when you first hot. get out in the pickup, start driving somewhere. Yep. They get warm. So what Ben, ben told me to do, and it actually worked out really well, was put that hand warm, hot hand right in the palm of your hand yep. and then put your glove on. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of sits in there. You know, your gloves are tight enough. It kind of holds them in there. It's not going anywhere. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, that really... It didn't do too much if I had exposed fingers, which obviously it wouldn't. Well, yeah, you and your but, fingerless gloves. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the rest of my hands, everything else kept stayed nice and toasty. So yeah, that was a good yep. tip. Worked out well. Yep. Where do you where do you get? You buy a whole box off of Amazon. Yeah, I think they're not very expensive when you buy them in bulk like that. You know, probably yep. thirty forty cents a pack oh, for yeah, two yeah. of them. Yeah. So for the value that that brought, I'm definitely gonna have to yep. do that next year. Yep. Um, and then I was kind of surprised too, like the, the DeWalt didn't have any problems nope. and I tested out running, had the battery sitting in the pickup all the, all the I way I think there. Have it starting with a warm battery. Yeah. That helped difference. a lot. If the core is already cold, then it's a problem. Yeah. Yep. Cause I, I wasn't sure on the 996 DeWalt if, if it actually has like some kind of temperature protection mode in, built into the drill. Didn't it, seem it, to. it didn't seem to. Cause your old one would have stopped. Yep. It would have definitely stopped. Oh yeah. It would have been. Eh. Yep. <laughs> you know just kind of trying to get it wouldn't like that wouldn't. cold yeah yep no 
Yep. So that was good. We got some holes drilled. Um, like I said, found fish on the first the first drop. You kind of yep. poked around trying to find some better spots. And I definitely did find some other spots. Um, and that was a plan. You know, I kind of marked those spots, and I was like, "Well, I'll go in warm up." I mean, this is a matter of from when when we stopped the sled, and I said, "This is the spot." To me, drilling holes and checking holes. It might have been five minutes before I was back in the before you had the shack. Yeah, hooked yep. up or yep. set up, and I was getting back in it. Yep, because it was cold. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, we weren't in a, I was not in a situation or in a mood where I wanted to go do a lot of hole hopping, a lot of running around. When you're in that sub-zero weather, it's good just to be out. Oh, it's just <laughs> nice to be out. I give you so much shit for saying, oh, it's just <laughs> nice to be out, but. Man, it was good. In that situation. To be on a spot, nice to yep, where, where you see fish and it didn't take that long to set up. Yep. Oh, everything's good. Yep. You know, you're ready you're to roll. Yep. Yep. And we actually got some fish right off the bat. Yeah, so we set up. Uh, so this would be maybe, I mean, it was pretty overcast, but if I was going to say where the sun would have been at, at that mm-hmm. point, it would maybe just crest in the trees. Yeah. So, I mean, right at sun up. Um, and that's when we, that, that was really the only time we had crappies coming through. Um, it was right there at sun up. I yeah. don't think throughout the rest of the day, but we were fishing more brush piles the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, where this one, we were, we weren't on any of the brush piles yet. We were just kind of out and open. Um, and fish were roaming, coming back and forth and going through, but. Yep. Uh. Yeah, well, it was for you, you were the first one on, I believe. You had a bluegill. Yep. On the rattling flyer. Yeah, I fished the rattling flyer a lot. Which kind of surprised me right off the yep. bat there. With how cold it was, I really expected some of those fish to be in an off mood. Yeah. But there at the beginning, they were not. Yeah, and I kind of started big, and then I downsized after that and went to jigs. Yeah. And but that was kind of held the bite. Well on into the morning. Yeah. That yep. was after we'd moved a second time. Yep. Before you got off the rattling flyer. Had some dead waxies right off the bat. That was kind of dumb. Yeah. Don't, don't, fish don't with put dead the ones. dead ones. They, they're, you're better off with a plain spoon. Don't put dead ones on yep. there. Yep. Brett saved the day. Had some extra waxies on hand. So that's yep. good. So I'm still running. If you guys remember from our first, well, not our first <laughs> episode, but from early January. You're just raising them. Uh, still running off that same 250 pack that I bought from Duncan Gas and Grocery. Uh, Those suckers were There's lively. some dead ones now. There's yeah, been a few that have come through, but I mean, I bet I've pulled maybe 20 dead ones out so far they were they're pretty lively yeah like that's still good, good to go. Go. they're getting big and fat now yeah i need to figure out how if i can feed them how do i feed them, <laughs> get them to, well what they're starting to do is starting to get some black in them yeah so i, I think that means that they're kind of maturing yep. and they're gonna start cocooning soon they're you're probably holding them past their lifespan oh no they'll cocoon i mean they'll turn into a fly yeah they'll they'll go they'll go you'll yeah. get them or Wait. a butterfly or a moth i think some kind of they moth, turn into, yeah. yeah yep Fresh yeah. waxies, that was the key. Yep, a good fresh waxy. Yep. Um, and they really wanted that bait moving. Yep. Um, it wasn't as evident at the beginning of the day. Um, you know, you could get them, uh, say it was bluegill coming up off the bottom, you could kind of jig it up slowly and they'd eventually come up and bite it. Yeah. Um, those ones at the beginning of the day, if you marked them, they were going to eat. Yeah, and the then as part. it wore on, I mean, you could see them off on the edges and they just kind of wander in, look at it. Okay, yep. nope, something's not, something's yep. off. Uh, and, and those could have been the bigger bluegills. I mean, they're they're smart. Yeah, they, they might have been. They know what's going on. They might have been. I don't know. Looking at the amateurs. marks, looking at the marks on the panoptics, I would say that they weren't. I'd say they were probably the smaller. same normal size that we were catching. Yeah. I wouldn't say smaller, but average size that we were yeah. catching. Well, that lake does have a lot of forage opportunities. I don't oh, think yeah. it's hurting for for food or anything. By no, any means. definitely not. No. So, yeah, but then we good. moved the second time. Or do we want to do a break after before we move to? Oh, no, we better we better break it up here. All right, sounds good. Word from our sponsors wouldn't hurt. Yep. <laughs> I'll take all, it away, Cody. All one of them. All right, <laughs> that's coming up next. Gone.
The Short Ride Show. Hey, Ben. So I've got this buddy that's trying to start a small business, but he's having a real tough time with his digital footprint and just trying to figure all that out. Do you know anybody that could help him out? Well, I think I do. I know uh, a couple cool guys at this company called Evergrow Marketing, and they really specialize in helping landscape and lawn care companies maximize their digital footprint and basically bring customers to them, help them get found on the internet. Really? I mean, they'll work with any business. Um, They're really looking to expand. And if you tell them that Ben and Brett sent you from the the Short Rod Show, you can get 10% off your first order. Really cool. If you're interested in the Evergrow Marketing team and what they have to offer, check them out on evergrowmarketing.com and tell them Ben and Brett from the Short Rod Show sent you. You know, Brett, I was poking around on Facebook the other day and I could just not find the Short Rod Show. What's the deal? Oh, you just got to punch us in on Google. What do you mean? We show up on Google already? Oh, yeah. The Evergrow team hooked us up. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah. Good deal. I'll try that now. Yeah, right. You just punch in Short Rod Show and we'll come up on our website, shortrodshow.com. It'll come up on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Awesome. So people can find us all over now. Yeah, all over the internet. That's great. We're also on Instagram, too. I've been trying to keep up with that, posting some cool pictures. When we're out on the ice, you can check us out there, too. Yeah. Sweet updates. Awesome. Check us out, guys. Welcome back, guys, to the Short Rod Show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking our fishing outing uh, this past weekend in this extreme cold. Yep. Had a great time. Of course. Just nice to be out, like like what Brett always says. Well, it helped that we put actually some good fish on the yeah, ice, too. I mean, we put some, subst- I would pay, say we put a few substantial fish on the ice. Oh, yeah. Now, they were still panfish, but. As far as panfish size goes, they were fairly Yeah, for public water, that's I mean, that's putting up 12-inch crappie, uh, nine-inch bluegills, you mm-hmm. can't. That's not anything to snuff at, mm-hmm. I don't think. Yep. Um, so where did we leave at the break? Uh, that so, was yeah, our we first spot. At like, what, 7.30? Yeah, fish at 7.30. Uh, so that first spot we fished, we put in the bucket, what, we had two crappies. You, you caught a, I caught that 12-inch crappie. You caught a yep. smaller crappie. Yep. At that point, I think we only had two crappies in the bucket. Yep. I don't think we put anything else in there yet. Right. And you'd caught yours. I'd caught mine on a, uh, was it a spoon? What did I have going on there? Double jig? No, it wasn't a double jig. Mm, yeah, you were fishing jigs right off the bat. Yeah, I was fishing jigs and nothing was biting it. So you, I switched to the spoon. Yeah, oh, no, was it the... To the flyer. Must have been the... No, I didn't, hadn't changed the flyer that early yet. Uh, must have been the, the perch talker. That oh, that that's first. what it was. You did I think that I caught first. that first big crappie on the perch talker. Yep. Man, that's been a good bait. So that far. has been the surprise bait of the season. Was that perch talker? That's interesting. White, white color. Was or it like glow, but yeah. White beads, or what? Or like silver? What? Aren't the beads like silver? No, it's all white. The whole oh, thing's okay. white. Okay. Okay. There's a metallic one also. I have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like that's a silvery one, of. a gold one, and then a white one. Nice. And the white one, I think, is glow. But that that dropper chain, man. It's money. Yep. Yep. And that size, so I think different. they like that size profile of it and everything, mm-hmm. but. Uh, and then, yeah, we were there for about an hour and then we just died. We didn't work it. Nothing coming through. But like I said, we weren't on the brush piles. So I think maybe as that morning wore on, you started getting fish moving more back into the brush pile. Yeah, yep. Once they started getting more light penetration. Um, yeah. So we, we had, to, we had to go on the move. Yep. Um, so like I'd mentioned before, uh, we, I, I had marked some other spots. Well, prior to us moving that first time, another individual had come out. And, and by mark spots, you like you marked them. You like didn't, I you didn't drill. Blew, I pushed the snow out of the way, sort of situation, because <laughs> I didn't have the drill in my hand anymore. Brett said X marks the spot right here. 
Shatting by God, kicking, that's where that snow that's where that new dude posted right up. Like he he drilled his holes right in the spot. So I kicked the snow. I mean, out of. he's probably he probably listened to our show and he's like, you I mean, know he was what? use your use your fish finders yep. and go look and see. Oh shoot, this is marked out already. Yep. I bet there's something here. I mean, by all means, there was nothing <laughs> wrong with what that guy was doing. I mean, he was plenty far away still. Oh, I yeah. I had yeah, wandered yeah. off a ways marking some of these spots. Um, I mean, there was no reason to, for him to think, hey, these guys weren't already coming through here. They're yep. doing anything. Yep. Um, so by no means was it that guy's fault, but when we got to moving and I'm like, shit, that guy's right where I want it. Cause I walked over there. <laughs> it's right there. Cause I got out and I'm like, go. well, I'll go drill these holes yep. out quick before we move the tent. Yep. That's plan B. If plan um, A dies off. And he sat up on plan, plan A of where I wanted to, where, where I wanted to fish. And I was like, all right, plan well, A and we've started fishing plan B. Well, after you, well, you would just, yeah, you just vetoed it that this was the plan A oh, right here. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. plan after I'd looked around, that was the place I wanted to move to next. But he'd already posted up on it. And I walked over there. I walked pretty close to his tent. And I'm like, is this guy on the spot right here? And yeah, he was right over there. Oh, yeah. There. He's on it. Um, so then I walked over to playing, where are we at? C now. Yep. Um, drilled our three holes for you, me, jigging, and the panoptics. Um, and we were, and I had other holes in the area and I had looked around and, you know, I couldn't, I didn't mark a lot of fish above the brush piles, but I'd mark a fish a lot of fish off to the side of these brush yeah. piles. Yep. So I was like, well, you know what? I'll just drill these because I'm not going to do a bunch of punching around. We'll 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 drill out these holes here quick. We'll fish it for an hour. We'll see what happens. If it works out, great. If not, we'll move. Yep. Um, so I, I pushed them out to the side just a little bit off this brush pile. Um, and actually, we had pretty good success. All bluegills. I don't think we caught any crappies. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. Moved over to that spot. Um, and that's really where we had to kind of hone in the bite a little bit. They got a little tougher. Um, yeah, they definitely were a little bit smarter. Yep. They'd come up to it. You could see it on the panoptics. They'd stare at it a little while. And they'd take off. You'd try a couple different things, they'd take off. Yep. Throw a different bait down there, do the same thing. Yep. Just It's it's about dialing in exactly what they want. What they and want. I don't really think we figured out exactly what I, they would I really want. I think we want, got a little better. I mean, closer. as far as bait-wise, I don't know that we got figured out. But as far as presentation and moving the bait-wise, I think we got that figured yeah. out. Where. They if they could come if they came in and had an opportunity to stare at it they weren't gonna bite it. Mm-hmm. But if they came in yeah. and the ones that I really got to bite is if I moved that jig away from them as fast as they were coming up to it mm-hmm. they would speed up and hit it. And I mean they there was no doubt about it. They, yeah, they yep. just crushed it. Yeah, there was, was no stopping cool. and thinking about yep. it. Now what's kind of difficult about that is oftentimes if you're moving away from them that far, I mean, you're getting that rod pretty, I mean, I'm running schoolies, so I can't reel up. <laughs> and you instead. had the 40 inch one. Well, I didn't start doing that till later, but yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that here in a little bit. But I mean, by the time they came, they'd come and hit, I mean, I'm, you know, my hands are uh, at or above my head. Yeah. The rod is. So when they'd come and bite it, I'm trying to watch my indicator and trying to watch the fish finder on the ice at the same time. And, you know, you just kind of throw oh, the yeah. rod over your head and set Good the thing hook. that otter's pretty tall. Man. Yeah. Worked out. Yep. Yeah, I know. I've hit the top of my... Yep. My, uh, my sled, a hand, or my yep. shack a handful of times, but. but yeah, kudos to that other guy for taking his girlfriend out. Oh so, yeah. So he came over and chatted with us. Yeah. Came bit. over and chatted. So that okay, was the thing too. Anything? Well, that was the thing too about saying that was, he was on plan A yeah. or, or plan B where I wanted to go next. And then he came over and. Yeah. There wasn't any. Turns out they there. weren't catching anything. <laughs> uh, something, something was wonky. But what, I, well, I think what happened, they had a couple things going against them. Just chatting with that guy. Number one is they were fishing a camera. That's, I think that's all they had. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And he could not see very far on the camera. Two feet, three feet. Yep. Yep. And he's like, whenever they come in, they would just swim in, look at our stuff. Yep. Go so away. the problem with that is, is number one, you're restricted to 
only the area yeah, that that camera can your see. Camera's looking out. You're at. not like jigging up. You're not yep. trying to get that bait away from. Like I said, how we got them to bite was we had to get them to chase. Yep. It's difficult to do that when they're. And we targeted individual deep. fish too on the panoptics, where yeah. you could see. Okay, here's one off to the side at ten foot. And there's one off over on, you know, Brett's side over at six foot. Yep. And Brett's going to reel up to that six foot. I'm going to lower down to that 10 foot. Yep. And we're going to jig independently, try and get those fish to come in from the side. Yep. And trying to get them in. Where with a camera, unless you have it in that straight down view, which I've never had any luck you can't doing see that anything and seeing fish with yeah. that. You know, you picture dropping your camera straight down, looking at your circle down at the bottom. The the fish profile is the thinnest and, and the we hardest don't have to see. What that kind of water clarity? No, so you're you're looking at fish no. down from the top versus yep. from the side. So it's, uh, their number one problem. I think they had was they wouldn't see the fish until the fish was already there staring at their bait. Yeah, and like I'd said before, we weren't getting anything to bite if it was able to sit there and stare at the bait like yep. that. Yep. Um, and number two, I think, is just the camera. I think maybe that I'm still believe that that kind of makes fish a little wonky yeah. sometimes but not but, always but sometimes man they're true they were there till after i mean they, they were, were still there, there when we left yeah but uh yeah luckily we didn't go fish that spot south dakota plates you say you used to live there yeah or you used to live, live uh, around, around yeah where well i told was. you that was a good lake that mm-hmm. we were fishing. yeah so i wonder if he drove back from south dakota now. he probably drove from south dakota probably to try hey. and warm up yeah <laughs> that is, that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah it's like, oh shit it's negative five over there yeah, 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 let's yeah, it's go negative 50 at my house yeah <laughs> Uh, that would be a lot better to ice fishing. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he had a propane auger. Yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah, we thought a four-wheeler's firing up. Just yeah, propane four-stroke. I hadn't heard that in a long, long yep. time. Another dude snuck in kind of by himself. Yep. Uh, right in between us all. Yeah, hauling, hauling the cage drill out. But I never saw him move. He just drug, yep. or dug his holes yep. and stopped there. And the way he was drilling holes, just it just kills me. Just Leaning can see, on you it. You can just see some guy just leaning on this cage drill, just... Just a terrible angle. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, at, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. at like 80-degree 80, 80 angle or 70-degree yeah. angle, just like drilling in by his feet, you know. Yep. It's like, can't drill like, a square man, hole at all. what are you doing here? Yep, yep. Yeah. You're going to get your auger caught. It's cold out. Yeah. I'll give him that. Let him ride. Yep. 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 That was pretty cool. So, yeah, we we fished till what, 11.30? Well, we are in the truck. Well, we still got, uh, well, we, that third spot's one I want to talk about a little bit about how we posted up on that brush pile, a little bit on that third spot. Yeah, so it took a little bit of doing to figure out exactly where to post up. Well, we had an argument about it out. So we we're so the the time frame of us wanting to move from the f- second spot to that third spot. We had a little argument about how far twenty four feet was. Yeah, I was ready to give up. <laughs> I was just gonna pack it up and leave your ass to the lake. Ben was like, Ben was like, "Oh, I think it's about that far." What? Well, you don't remember? No, I said I think it's talk. about that far, and you said, "Hey, you should step it off." Yeah, you should step Which it I off. did. Well, I was peeing. And then you're still like, no, that ain't right That's either. too far. You're too far. <laughs> you're way too far. I think I counted off 21 of my steps because I was like, well, I know it's a little more than the foot. Yeah. I usually <laughs> just go, I just call three feet a uh, regular stride. See, and I could have done that and you would have said, no, that's too short. That's too short. Yeah. I would have <laughs> so, said something well, no matter what. Probably, so but. really, we should just take one of those little tapes out there. Because we even tried shoving the auger, the auger down the hole. I couldn't see it. But I think I had my transducer pointing down Yeah, there's not enough angle. I didn't have yep. enough angle looking up. Yep. No, I mean, you can adjust it. You could pick it up one tick and it would have picked yeah, it up. Yeah, that's what I mean. Then it would have picked it up. Yeah, I think I had it pointing down too far. Because you get... I've come to find a notice on that panoptic is if you... When you're doing that forward view, the angle of that transducer makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're more interested in things that are... Uh, Out. In the water, like, suspended in the water... Yep. Kind of have it clicked up a little bit. I mean, you still don't want it straight out, but you kind of want it still pointing down a little bit, but sure, uh, not as severe of an angle. 
Um, but if you're more concerned about what you're looking at on the bottom, um, kind of click it down a little bit, point it down a little bit deeper, yep. a little bit more towards the bottom makes a big difference. But yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> what I, what I was wanting to get on, so I had forward view and I could see this brush pile and I could see where it kind of drops off and it dropped off pretty steep. And then there was a little divot and it kind of dropped off into some deeper water. And I'm like, man, that, that yeah, looks like a juicy be... spot. Yep. Um, and we ended up right right over the top of where we wanted to be um what the brush pile was and what you could see on panoptic was basically if you think of a tree with its root ball um the tree was basically kind of sticking out of the out of the ground at a 45 degree angle and what we ended up was basically on the top of that tree like the very tip you were on the tip of that tree that's where my bait was landed like i could not go we were sitting in 20 feet of water 15 feet of water and my bait could not go deeper than eight feet because i would land on that tree yep um, and I even tried. I mean, yep, I put it down there and it's slack out. You got Brett's bait here. You got the, the panoptics right in the middle. Yep. About a foot away from that. Yep. And then you got my bait. And that's, then Ben, and then ben could drop the all the way the down. Way. And he could he could get after those fish that were kind of, I don't know, using that yeah. as a shelter. Covered underneath. Yep. yep. And I think you had more action, but I definitely caught more fish. Yeah, they were just. The fish were definitely more aggressive if I could yeah. get them to come to that tip of that tree. Which, it makes sense. I mean, they were hanging out sheltered area under that tree wanting to just hang out the ones up top are the ones the predator ones they're already looking, looking for feed. stuff coming around yeah i mean it was instant once i started dropping on there you could you could i yeah. mean you wouldn't be able to see them but you could start seeing that red flicker starting to move up toward your baits and that yep. sort of stuff and that's where i picked up that one big nine inch bluegill off of there and uh yeah that was, yep, pretty, that was pretty cool yeah that so was it was nice. really the spot on the spot sort of thing which yeah i don't know that we would have been able to get on it as easily or as effectively as we were without that pan optic yeah, that or even a camera too. Is it's hard to use a camera to find exactly where you need to be, unless you're you're really good at having a camera that has your compass directions. Yeah, sometimes it's tough to get direction dialed and in calibrated. You're like, okay, yep. well, it's down there spinning around, and oh, is the brush pile over here or is it over here? Yeah, is it left or right of you? Shoot! So then you drill it, you drill it, uh, and then you drop your flasher down there, and then you just see a bunch of stuff in the water yeah you can't tell you're you like, don't know eh, what's going on exactly. i don't know just interference whatever yep. and then the more drill holes you make you know having this pan optic the, the yep. more i've come to find out that that spooks the shit out of fish mm-hmm. like it's amazing how much fish move with just oh, even yeah. one drill hole yep um yeah. yep and then have the fish freeze up on the way home yeah like super froze on the way because i mean yeah it was negative five the ice was oh, white that's the other thing we we're going to talk about what tried some brett tried some new food on the way home Oh, Popeye's. Yeah, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, that was pretty solid. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty good. Yeah, no, I had never. I'd stop, I think I've only ever had Popeye's once, and I got, like, their chicken strip basket. Yeah. And it was, yeah. I don't think I even ate the whole thing. I threw, I threw it away. <laughs> it was terrible. Not real impressive. But, yeah, that spicy that, chicken. Yeah, that chicken sandwich is pretty good. I mean, you put enough mayonnaise on a chicken sandwich, it's going to be good. Spicy mayonnaise. Yeah, whatever it is. It's going to yeah. be good. It's, and it's pretty hot. My nose yeah. is running after that, of course. Yeah, but... Yeah, so as I had preached and, you know, I thought was the cat's meow was always put a little bit of water in your bucket and yep. it'll keep your fish from freezing. Yep. And it did throughout the day, but we were also inside the shack. When I put that bucket in the back of the truck, from the in the hour that it took for us to get from the lake back home, that bucket was frozen solid. Yeah, And not, I would no imagine hope. what it was was the wind whipping into that bucket and keeping that water moving. The ice was pure white by the time it froze. Yeah, it was pretty foamy. That it was, was kind of weird. weird looking. And I was like, what's just going on here? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, thought out. Oh, well, what I had to do was not tell Becca that I brought it in the house. <laughs> and then, uh, what I had to do was I put it in a cooler standing hey, what's in up. Hey, bucket? Don't worry about it. I put it in a cooler. Well, I did it 
during the week while she was smart. Home. Smart man. Uh, I put it in a cooler standing up so it wouldn't stink. Yep. Like lake water and stuff like that down in the basement. Well, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so it took a few days for it to thaw out. Like two, three days kind of deal? Well, today. And I put it in there on uh, Monday. Monday morning. Oh, man. Yeah, that was And there was still solid. a big block of ice in there. but Yeah, I was but it wasn't like out. it wasn't like gallons and gallons of water either. This no, was no, like no, no, no. Maybe a couple quarts. 64 ounces. Yeah. That's very specific, but yes. Yeah, exactly. A couple quarts. 64 ounces. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. It was Just a good keep, trip, though. Keep it in the pickup. That's I guess, a that's time. a that's certainly a pond or a lake that I think uh, is always something that's going to be worth going back to. Yep. Uh, fish action was just nonstop. Yep. I mean, there was always a time that there was fish on. There. Yeah, and it was easy to get to. Yep. Easy, easy to get know, to. Easy right, access. Drop right in. Drive yep. right out there. No yep. low pressure. That's you don't have to I spend like all day that. trying to find where to go. No. Yeah, you just kind of go to the spots. Yep. Yep. That was pretty cool. So what are we doing this weekend, Ben? So this weekend, we're kind of torn. So we have a couple different opportunities, of course. You know, the Warm-up. Big-time warm-up. So, I mean, the world is like our oyster. Maybe 30 degrees, which is yep. going to be a huge heat wave. Yep. I mean, um, obviously, we got to go southern Iowa. That's the, I think that, yep. no matter what that is, because yep. this the is opportunity kind of a rare to have this kind of ice yep. yeah, doesn't come around all that. is not a very long period of time in Iowa. Yeah, so uh, there's a couple lakes um, that we could try. Uh, Brett's pretty excited about a nice walleye lake. Walleye perch. Walleye and perch. Yeah. Um, not a lot of info out on it. No, that's the tough part. Everyone's so usually what I'll do about it. is, you know, over my lunch break and that sort of stuff, uh, I can hop on and do a little yep. internet searching and see what I can figure out, you know, get on a few forums, ice shanty, in-depth outdoors. Like the DNR report? Was D- well, obviously there? I look at the DNR report, but you don't really get firsthand experience. Oh, I know, but at least that's something to go on. So a lot of times I think those reports are just regurgitated year after year anyways. But, uh, so I I, I did that and, you know, I got lake maps and stuff. And so I've got an idea of where I want to go, but I was just curious kind of where I couldn't find where the pressure is going to be at. Uh, Cause we haven't been to that lake yet this year and I really haven't fished it. I think I might've only ever fished it once in my life. Um, and that was quite, it's been renovated since then. It's been quite a few years. Oh, Um, yeah. Cause we fished, we fished the other one. Um, with Kirby when it's super warm out. Yeah, what was that, like 2014? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's a long enough period of time that I'm not going to bank on any of that information. Yep. Um, So we got that. Uh, Brett's pretty excited about. Uh, Then there's another pretty good uh, panfish lake, smaller body of water. Yeah. Um, So what's got me really kind of horned up about that is, you know, last weekend we went there, and, I mean, there was really good size, good chance to catch nine and a half, Maybe a 10-inch bluegill. Yep. Where this lake, you're going to catch a 10-inch bluegill. Yeah, I was catching 10 inches. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. Yeah. Just 10 inches. And bass. Yeah. I mean, granted, that was two years ago. Yeah. But I don't think it's any popular. Now, I still, like, watching internet things, I have not seen that lake come up. No, and and like I said, the the whole Southern Iowa thing, you know, our geography where we're at along Interstate 80, you have ice above Interstate 80. And and people pound it. And you have sketchy, some years hit or miss ice below yep. Interstate 80. So that's that's where, you know, it can make good good years, bad years, um, especially fishing this late in the season. Yep, it's really hit or miss then. Well, for as cold as it's been now, and I, I mean, we've got to have at least a couple of weeks down to fish southern I Iowa. So. I think. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, I'd be interested to see what kind of ice is is like out there. Oh, it'll be good. I it'll be. I would be shocked if it's less than ten inches. Mm-hmm. I'd be real surprised on either lake. 
But I mean, they have gotten a lot of snow too. And we've seen that up yeah. here where a lot of snow really hampers the ice. Makes a big difference. Yeah. I mean, there's not nearly as much ice as what you think yep. for being 15, 20 below zero at night yep. for a week straight. Yeah. So. so it'll be interesting. Uh, unfortunately, I can't just be like, hey, guys, let us know what you'd like to see because we'll be on the water when this is released. Yeah. <laughs> You'll hear about it next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll post something on Facebook about our success yep. or our total failure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How much time we got here, Ben? I got one more thing I could bring up a little bit on our val- – my, my wife and I got out a little bit. Oh, Valentine's yeah. Yeah, Day tell operation. us about the Valentine's Day date. Actually, it actually <laughs> turned out really good. Uh, well, yeah, you, you had a lot of planning in that, a lot of advanced Well, I did a little and, bit of pre-fishing. Yep. But the problem with the pre-fishing is I did that during the day. Yep. And that spot was not the same at night. Kind of turned off at night, huh? No, it didn't hardly even mark fish. But the fish we did mark were big, Damn. bigger fish. Yep. Uh, good thing it's a smaller lake. You can kind of... Did, yeah. did you end up moving then? Yeah, we moved forward three feet. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um. So, yeah, I, I got her out there, and, uh, you know, I, I set up everything. Like, she just sat in the truck, and I drug the sled and everything out there, started the heater, got the rods all baited up, yep. had them sitting there, and all she had to do was come in and sit down. The guided trip. Which, it, it worked out. That worked out That's better good. anyways. Yeah. Um, did that. Got her on one real nice blue. I didn't catch anything, but I gave her the – I had one Cadis tied up already, and I gave that to her because I knew that was yep. – If something was going to come across, I was going to pound that. The money bait. Um <laughs> And we were fishing five feet of water, so, I mean, it's not here real deep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she got one real nice bluegill, like uh, probably maybe a hair over nine inches. Um, and then this bullhead <laughs> came out of nowhere. Like, huge, massive mark come across the yep. panoptic. And I'm like, oh, shit, what's this thing? And it just comes up and just crushes her bait. Oh, nice. And she don't know. She's like, oh, 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 oh. You <laughs> the know, schoolie drags. Yeah, trying to – no, she don't know how to run the schoolie well, drag. Yeah, She's I just know, hanging but... on to it and cranking it up. <laughs> uh so she just reels it in, and I'm like, oh, it's probably a little bass or a nice bass or something yeah. like that. I look at this ugly bastard looking up at me. <laughs> uh, and it's got that, it's just dang near choked that uh, cadis. Nice. I'm like, oh, gosh. Cause, so if, Did you bring a pliers? Yeah, yeah I Okay, that's good. <laughs> uh, but it was they were tucked in my in my coat pocket, which was already put away. So I, I obviously tried with my fingers first. Yeah. Uh, so this sucker. So I finally get his mouth pried open, and... The problem with that cadis is you can't tell which direction that hook's pointing yeah, yeah. Um, unless you can see where it starts to turn. Yeah. So if you can only see a port, a port, if you can only see the eyelet, you, it, you have no idea. You don't know. It's 50-50 chance on which direction that hook's pointing. Yeah. Um, so I, I pry his mouth open a little bit, and I start to unpry that sucker out of there. And then I get my finger in there, and that sucker bit the shit out of me. Like, he clamped down on my, my pointer finger and probably didn't let go for a good 45 seconds. Dang. Like I, he, He's serious. He was he was mad. Yeah. Uh, finally, yeah, got her off, and I was like, "We're just putting this back. We're not getting no picture. <laughs> Throw that sucker back in the yeah, water. Don't need that. It well, was a big one. I bet it's twelve inches. Now we know it's in there. Wide variety. In it was a nice bullhead. Yeah. I mean, as far as bullhead size, that was a big sucker. That's sweet. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's one of the original ones. <laughs> Who no, knows? no. Somebody put that in there. Oh, yeah. Tyler Stubbs ain't stocking bullheads. <laughs> I'll tell you that. No. No. That's a self stocker there. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool. Nice to be able to get out and yep. and do that. It was, I mean, it was extremely it was cold. cold. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was impressed that she was still wanting to go out. But I mean, I had the sunflower heater out there, so I mean, that thing. Oh yeah, it's just blazed warm. heat. So, I mean, we opened up. We had that thing running on low, and we opened up windows. Yep, <laughs> the old sunflower. Yep, yep, it's burning everything in sight. Worked out good. That's good. Well, I was going to mention too. Uh, we made our our podcast interview debut. 
last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we got to be a part of the uh, Beer Fish Fanatics podcast. If you guys uh, have have not heard of those guys, uh, Grandy and, and Kit, two super cool dudes yep. talking about fishing. They run a, a excellent podcast. They do it all the way through the year. A, they have just incredible guests. It's definitely so, more professional than this is. Pretty much every week they're doing a guest. Um, they put a lot more work into it. Oh, yeah. Man, just turned out, turn out great. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we had a blast doing that. Yeah. Just I'd suggest fun. go check those guys out. They're, they're good shit. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So can't wait to get out on the ice with those guys. Uh, we got a pretty good amount of the season left here yeah. uh, in central Iowa, and, and there'll be more to come on that for yep. sure. Be yeah, hopefully cool. we at least got four more weeks. Yep. Yep. Definitely been a good year so far we'll keep it up yeah awesome well cool we'll catch us next time guys on the short rod show Mm -hmm.